people have quite clearly in this pandemic situation made a very clear decision that for sale is the better option. And I guess on what basis really? Welcome to the Property Chat Podcast, where your hosts, Matt Frugia and Lachlan McDonald, talk all things real estate. Hi guys, welcome back to Property Chat with Lockie and Matt, brought to you by Real Hub. Today, obviously in the studio with Lachlan McDonald and myself, Matt Ferrugia, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about for sale versus auction. Obviously, it's one of the big questions we get from a lot of potential sellers. Um, obviously, Lockie and I talked about in the last episode, everything happening with the pandemic and what that might look like. So Lockie, what do you think people are sort of looking to do in today's market if you're a seller or if you're an agent giving advice to sellers? Yeah, well, I think we've really seen people retreat very rapidly away from auction. And I think it's perhaps not the best idea in the in the current climate. We've, we've seen people do it purely because we weren't able to run on-site auctions. Uh, but I think people get really caught up with, and they have always done, got too caught up with the actual auction day, when as an agent, you know that it's the process of an auction that is so beneficial to a seller um, for a number of reasons, and we'll go through them in, in detail in this episode. Um, but we were talking off air before, and I said we've got a, uh, an email that gets sent out to all of our team at Cooley Auctions, um, which every week goes through the auction volume right across you know the major cities in the country. And it's actually been staggering to see the change in that. So yep. I, we were talking about it before, and I'll just sort of bring it up so that uh, we can go through it for our listeners. Sydney normally in a normal weekend has somewhere between 650 to 900 auctions, depending on the time of year. Um, and of course, you know, it's, it, it fluctuates, but it's within that sort of range. Melbourne can be upwards of a thousand on a lot of weekends. It's a high auction volume city. Yeah. Now for, for, for the listeners, are these booked or called auctions? These are auctions scheduled for that coming Saturday. Yeah. Yep. So as of this current Saturday, uh, May the 9th, Sydney has 126 and Melbourne has 109. Wow. So that is a huge decrease in the number of auctions. And yep. I think that's why I really wanted to talk about for sale versus auction because people have quite clearly in this pandemic situation made a very clear decision that for sale is the better option. Yeah. And I guess on what basis really? Well, I think we've both probably seen this the minute that the pandemic had hit and become a reality for, I suppose, for our marketplaces, mm. I saw every single price that was on the internet taken off. Yep. So no property was advertised with fixed price marketing or anything along those lines. So transparency went straight out the window mm. and everyone went to price on request, you know, available to inspect, all of those sorts of things, new to market and auctions were pulled. Mm. And I think a lot of that was, I suppose, you know, when there is a bit of an uncertain market, it's hard to give certain advice. You need to make sure that you're sort of feel, you know, feeling your way through the process. But I think that was the first thing I saw was everyone getting away from price advertising. They went straight to just the for sale method and it was just more let's just put our feelers out and gently see how we go. Um, but now that we're allowed to do inspections again and that on-site auctions are a thing, I think we will see those numbers pick up. But I suppose it's probably a good idea to talk about in the coming market what what is going to be the best strategy. Yeah, well, I think that both strategies always have their merits for an, an individual and, and you need to really assess your own circumstances. Um, and there's certain marketplaces that, you know, despite it perhaps not being the best method for that marketplace, they really are private treaty or for sale heavy marketplaces and the buyers respond really well to it, the cultures around that. Um, so it can still be a very effective way to sell property. But the reason why I find it interesting that people would move away from auction is that auction actually provides 
a seller with all of the things that they need in a pandemic space environment. Yep. You've got that sort of flexibility around your guide. You've got the ability to market without a fixed price, like a legitimate reason. Buyers get really, really frustrated when they see things like contact agent, expressions of interest, you know, the uh, Central Coast one that uh, the new to market, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a cracker. I've never seen it anywhere else, but, you know, Central Coast loves it. Um, and I, as a buyer... What does that even mean? Yeah. You know, with an auction, at least you've got a legitimate reason to take the price off. Yeah. And, and for people who don't know that reason, just quickly, I had this conversation with a buyer mm. the other day, and since we're on edu- educational stuff, a buyer said to me, oh, what, what difference is of an auction just not putting a price up? And I said, well, if I put a price up with an auction, people think that's the sale price. That's the bidding guide. There's a really big difference between a bidding guide and a sale price. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's in terms of how the negotiation happens. You know, with a bidder's guide, you expect negotiation to happen in an upwards fashion. With a price, you're expecting that the negotiation will happen in a downwards fashion. So immediately you're on the back foot as, as a seller. Now, it works really well if you are the type of seller that is very unmotivated and you have a set price in mind. You don't mind if it's going to be sitting on the market for a while. You know, you put that price on and you stick firm on it. Sure. Yeah. But if you want to achieve a result in a desired time frame, you're much better to not pigeonhole yourself with a price, I think. And and at the moment when we've got such uncertainty in the market, it's surprising that people are steering away from that. Like I, I of course, appreciate that with not being able to do on-site auctions for the past month or so that a lot of people were, I guess, very anxious about doing a purely digital auction. You know, it's new ground, it's new technology yep. and um, it's a big asset. So people would be worried about that. But the reality is that that actual auction is not as important as the process leading up to it, yeah. being able to market without a price, being able to drive competition amongst Towards buyers. a deadline too. You exactly. know, I, I look even just at myself. So obviously I'm still day-to-day listing and selling property and the big thing that I have noticed is that in the what time that I've done it, I would say I probably booked maybe 20 auctions a year. I've only ever had one property go to auction day, mm. only ever. My whole career, one property. Can you believe that? And at one stage, I was in the top 100 auction listers within our company. So to me, it just goes to show that it's never been about the day. It has been about the process because I've been in a position where I've been able to have conversations with buyers about the looming deadline and what that would look like, you know, if they had to be there bidding on auction day. A lot of people feel quite uncomfortable about having to be there bidding on the day, generally perform early, which is good. And I think the other part that I've always liked about it is it's on the vendor's terms. You know, it's the vendor's contract. It doesn't get put into a cool-off and then the contract gets nitpicked by both solicitors till it gets to a point that everyone's happy. The vendor's terms are there. The solicitor from the buyer's side reviews the contract and the vendor's solicitor agrees to any changes, but most cases it stays the same. Mm. And, I mean, you're speaking about the contract and that unconditional nature of it is so important, and especially at the moment. Um, we've already seen um, people starting to try and renegotiate in cooling off periods, you know, yep. and um, smart buyers will certainly take advantage of that. They realise that they've got a seller who thinks they've got a sale. Mm. Um, they realise that they're in a marketplace that's a bit uncertain at the moment and any opportunity they can to try and renegotiate the, the price that they've agreed upon, yep. they'll take. So when you're in a cooling off period like that, you're giving your buyer the opportunity to do pest and building to find things that are perhaps, you know, are the basis for a renegotiation. Oh, they, get, they get advice from friends and family exactly. or from a broker that the market's going to crash and they're paying too much. I mean, I, I had exactly that mm. six weeks ago. But I think 
in summary for me it would be if you're going to head down that for sale route that's great and, and it is a really effective method because obviously you know we've seen it used on majority of property mm. the one bit of advice that i would give is make sure you do your due diligence early so go and get your pest and building go and get your strata report make all of those searches available so that you're not going to have them come back up and bite you on the butt later well this is the thing it was what you were essentially saying is treat a private treaty campaign like an auction and i think that's what sellers sort of fail to do you know both are very effective methods if you follow the same procedure yep. you know you have to be as prepared as if you had a deadline and you know you you need to create that urgency so as a good agent can still create that urgency for you with their buyer work and you know the the work that they're doing in in generating inspections so it can still make a private treaty campaign very effective yeah um but i really like what you said there with like the in, uh, the building and pest inspections, having your strata reports, because that's meaning that a buyer has all the information they need so that it's not this cooling off situation. Yeah. Yep. So to really strip it back to, to the bare side of it, it would be if you're heading down the for sale method, that means that you're opening yourself up to what's called a conditional sale, which allows the buyer time for a cooling off period, which generally is five days. But obviously in, in the current climate, it can be anywhere upwards of 10 to 21 days. I mean, they're the requests I'm getting at the moment. Because mm. during that time, a buyer has conditional finance, which means they're relying on either you know getting their due diligence done around pest and building and things like that and then as well making sure that meets the valuation criteria sometimes there can be a few other bits and pieces but I just think that's a good method as you said for someone who's not in a mad rush that wants to just take their time feel out the market and sort of see what's out there but I think from the other side of it with auction, I've always sort of looked at it like this. There's three stages to an auction. There's before, on the day and after. They're the three best times to sell the property. It, there is no one set time. Auction day is great. If you've got enough people and you can run the auction, awesome. It's a big show and everyone wants to be a part of it. But some of the best results I've had have been, you know, having pulled the property from auction and selling it after or selling prior. So I think... As a vendor, it's about making sure that you've got an agent who's very clear with you that it's a very structured campaign, that you're hearing from him every single week because week one, you're not going to know week four that you're having your auction. But effectively, every single week that it gets closer, you're either building up more buyers or you're losing a buyer. It, it's going to fluctuate or you may get an offer and sell prior. But it's about making sure that your agents, you've got really clear lines of communication so that when it does come to that point that you make a decision to sell prior, to run the auction or to can the auction and you know go forward with a for sale method after that mm. that you feel that you've been communicated with the whole time well, i think the agent decision. side of things that you're talking about is really important because that is you see some of the best agents in the country and most of them are auction agents and there's a very good reason for that um, the other side of things and the flip side of that is that auction actually takes well, it puts quite a lot of pressure on the agent because you're saying to a seller, hey, in a four-week time frame, I think I can get you a result. So that forces that agent to be structured. They for it forces them to be very community communicative through that process. So often you'll see, I guess, the weaker agents in a marketplace really not like the auction method because they are accountable to their seller every single week. Mm. You know, you've, it's amazing. You put a property on a for sale private treaty and a seller will say something along the lines of, oh, it's only been on the market three weeks, um, you know, it's no, no yeah. sweat, that's fine. You have that same seller in an auction scenario and it's that three weeks seems an eternity and they're oh, panicking. The gavel's it's, out next week. Yeah, it's been on the market yeah. for three weeks. We haven't had, you know, any, any you know, strong offers or any yeah. pre-auction offers yet. What's happening? I'm panicking. I think that's why you see the majority of agents in this country not use that method yeah not necessarily because it's not the best the better method but maybe they're not confident in getting the result in that time frame yeah uh, so i think that quality agents 
whether they use auction or private treaty, it's not about the method, it's about the structured campaign, the communication mm. throughout the process, the mm. way they handle their buyers. Um, that should get the same result. Auction is just the benefit of then being able to have a, a competitive public environment to negotiate in. You yep. know, either way, the process before it has to be right or that's not going to be successful. Yeah. It, it takes a lot of trust though, auction, I find. You know, if I've gone into a listing appointment and I find that maybe we haven't had enough time to build the rapport that we want getting up to this point and I can just sense there's a little bit of hesitation when I'm pushing the auction method, sometimes it, I always sort of look at it like this. If the vendor's not comfortable with the auction method from the start, it's never going to be successful mm. because they really need to, in order to trust you and to go down that method and for it to be really successful, you need a competitive bidding guide, you need a, a good short, sharp auction, you need to commit to more marketing and sometimes they're just not quite there. Sometimes they need to maybe test out the market and, and sort of have a look from there. So something I've been doing quite a lot of has been forthcoming auctions So where we've given the vendor a chance to let's just test the market but if after three or four weeks we haven't seen any result or any urgency around the listing but there's a couple of buyers floating around, let's give them a deadline. Let's then book the auction in and let's have something that we can work towards. But I think that would be the big thing that I see a lot of is that people tend to fall more in the for sale market because they feel like they're more in control where you're probably more in control with auction. We're definitely more yeah. in control with auction. Yeah. So I think that'd be my analysis of why I would probably pick personally auction if it was my own property. But, you know, I think for a lot of people, as you said, comes back down to their situation. Well, some people have different considerations too. I mean, auction doesn't work with privacy, you know. So, I mean, uh, if you've got a property that, well, for example, if, if you really, privacy is your key concern, Auction's not a great method because you need to have spectators, you need to have open homes, you need to have people through the property so that your buyers can see com competition. Um, so in that sense, you know, if you're someone, uh, perhaps someone very notable or someone who is, you know, really respects their privacy, you can see where the private treaty might be more important to you. And the best price, let's not forget, is not always someone's highest consideration. Mm. Somebody might say, well, hey, I appreciate that if I take it to auction, I'll get a better result in a shorter time frame. But I actually would rather only have three people come through my home in the yeah. entire duration of yeah. the, it's, it's being on the market. Yeah. And I'd rather sell it to one of those pe persons for less than what I would have got at auction, but I don't want the fanfare of that whole campaign. So yeah. you can understand that people have different motivations, but yeah. I think that the reality is if you say, if you're a seller who's saying, I want to sell in the short term, I want to get the best price for it, it's definitely the best method. If you're not comfortable with it, then it's maybe not the best method method for you. Mm. But from a purely logical, purely factual standpoint, yeah, auctions. Um, even if you don't sell it at auction, the percentage of properties that sell within the first say 45 days is up in that sort of 90% range with auction. The percentage of properties that sell via private treaty in the first 90 days is significantly lower we're mm. talking you know sub 50 percent you know so it gives you such a higher chance of selling that factually yeah. it makes sense but you've got to be comfortable with it yeah that's right and, and i think you know for a lot of people it's maybe just being a little bit indecisive or not knowing the process or not having explained to them properly or maybe they've had a bad experience i think you know if you've gone to an auction and seen it or maybe it hasn't been successful when you've been there on the day that can be off-putting but i challenge every single vendor if you're getting agents out don't give them your opinion of what you think the best method would be. Have them talk to you about what the best method would be. They're in your marketplace every single day dealing with the buyers. You know, like up here on the coast, what a lot of our, our 
local vendors. I mean, predominantly the Central Coast is filled with, you know, the older generation. It's been considered a place of retirement. But now we're seeing Sydney siders coming up here because obviously, you know, there's the ability to work from home and all of those sorts of things. But the big thing that we're seeing is that Sydney buyers buy at a really rapid pace. You know, they're coming up here and they're, they're not worried about a cool off. They're, they're looking to exchange unconditionally, all those sorts of things. But our vendors maybe aren't moving at that same pace. So mm. I think that's one other side of it that they need to consider is let's just, if you're going to get a couple of opinions, hold back on, on where you feel you would like to head in terms of whether it's for sale or auction. And I would be having the conversation with the agents you're getting out, taking down the pros and cons, then going away thinking about it, bringing the agent back that you think you felt most comfortable with, regardless of the method, because... Any agent can sell on any method if they've got the ability. But I would be getting them back in then and saying, look, these are my, these are my concerns with auction, these are my concerns with the for sale method, let's talk it out and let's work out a strategy because it doesn't need to be, well, that agent said auction, so that's the only direction that he's prepared to take mm. or vice versa. I think it's, it should just be the agent who comes out and gives you their, their best recommendation regardless of winning or losing the business. I think that's pretty brave and probably warrants maybe more conversation around it. Yeah, and I think as well a lot of people do get caught up in what happens in their market, you know, and you see that especially in markets, um, you know, regional markets that, oh, you know, we don't normally auction properties or my home isn't isn't an auction type of home, mm. you know. So don't be afraid to be different too. If you think that it's the right strategy for you, just because that's not the typical way that properties are sold in your marketplace doesn't mean that it can't be incredibly effective, mm. as you say, you know. But ask the agents, see what they feel most comfortable with. And if you get an overwhelming number of agents in your marketplace that are all saying, no, we think that based on the market, this is how we would do it. And we would, you know, use a fixed price strategy, then trust their advice. Yeah. Um, but the, I guess the key thing to consider is that it is, there's no one answer for this. You no. can't say for sale is better or auction is better. It depends on your scenario and you really have to just look at what's working in your market and what you feel most comfortable with. Yeah, 100%. And I think for most people listening to this, you know, if they're, uh, if they're wondering whether we're biased, you know, obviously you're an auctioneer, they might be thinking, geez, of course he's going to be pushing auction. There's definitely no bias from my end. If you have a look on my, um, my real estate or domain profile, you'll see that most of my listings are for sale. That doesn't mean that I don't believe in that method. It just means that my preference would definitely be auction. I, mm. I quite like being in control and feeling that we have I suppose, a, a bit of structure throughout that campaign. So hopefully that's given everyone some insight to, um, to for sale versus auction. Again, as always, we welcome any questions. Um, but thanks for tuning in again.